Welcome back to Drop the Subject. We are going to get into a conversation that we touched on last week about a story that came out in the Washington Post that had the headline, We are African Americans, we are patriots, and we refuse to sit idly by. This came after uh, President Trump was really going after those four um, congresswomen of color, um, saying that they needed to go back to where they came from and uh, talking about the them <laughs> coming from places that were uh, gross and how they needed to fix them. It was a really, really ugly period. And uh, President Obama actually uh, retweeted and shared this article, which was kind of a a quiet way of him uh, supporting what came out of this article. Um, 149 African-Americans who served in the Obama administration signed on to this uh, kind of open letter, if you will, that was published in the Washington Post. One of them joins us now. His name is David Johns. He's the executive director of the National Black Justice Coalition. David, how's it going? It's going wonderfully. Thank you for asking. So uh, first things first, I wanted to uh, ask, how did this uh, op-ed in The Washington Post come about um, from all of you? Yeah, I appreciate that. And also want to state at the beginning that while there were 148 names that were signed on in the op-ed that was published, um, there were more than 200 of us who came together, um, who signed on, uh, and who were a part of a number of conversations uh, that included discussions about um, our uh, both individual and collective experiences uh, working as appointees in the Obama administration, uh, something we referenced in a letter um, that we discussed uh, while listening to uh, the current occupant of the Oval Office uh, leverage that platform um, not to heal or otherwise find ways to ensure that um, the foundation of democracy is concretized, um, but to destroy and to divide, particularly around difference. Uh, and we reflected upon what that felt like when we heard him and others um, attack our president. I still refer to uh, Barack Hussein Obama and Michelle Obama, Obama uh, as my president and first lady. Um, and so there was lots of discussion about that. Um, and we also acknowledging that many of us um, are working in uh, different spaces. I'm in public policy and advocacy in the academy as a researcher. Um, there are folks who are elected officials um, who are still in many ways connected to um, the things that we cared so much about and having the opportunity to serve our country in the Obama administration. And so the question was, what can we do now um, and we decided that at a minimum, uh, we could come together uh, and write a statement about our uh, shared feelings, uh, really underscoring the point that much like um, the elected officials that were uh, named um, in the attacks, um, again, from the current occupant of the Oval Office before uh, female members of Congress and then more recently, uh, Congressman Elijah Cummings, um, others that we are also American. We love our country. Uh, we have no intention of leaving the country that uh, many of our ancestors helped to build for free, um, in the words of Angela Rye. Uh, I wanted to make that clear. So, uh, I mean, I think it's amazing that you're doing this. What has the response been from this? Because you're saying, oh, we, you know, we didn't want to sit idly by. We wanted to do something. So the first step was to create this op-ed and get everybody on board. What has the response been and what do you feel are the next steps? Yeah, uh, at least three things come to mind. So there have been people like yourselves who have made space for us to be able to talk about uh, this, both um, that which we were able to do under the previous administration, uh, the work that still remains that has been neglected uh, by the current administration, uh, and really the concern that we have, uh, and I'll talk specifically for myself as an educator, I taught kindergarten and third grade in New York, um, uh, teach college uh, courses now, uh, and I remain uh, gravely concerned about what um, not only the rhetoric, but the practices and policies that are coming out of this administration um, are doing for emboldening uh, wayward white people is a word that I heard a friend Bakari Sellers use recently on CNN, uh, but really teaching uh, children uh, that rather than celebrating uh, the difference 
um, that comes in the diversity that has always existed in our country uh, that we should otherwise be divided. Um, and so the ability to continue to talk about um, the work that remains, how it is that we um, as individuals have continued to do that work, uh, including in the period where there wasn't a spotlight, our people weren't uh, providing space for us to talk about it, um, and the responsibility that we all have as citizens of this country uh, for being better, uh, for doing what Michelle Obama said a long time ago, which is finding ways to go high and be thoughtful about the work that still remains when people are going low. Um, but really everybody being uh, acutely aware of the fact that we're in crisis mode and, and, and have to do a better job of responding to these attacks. Uh, David, I want to touch on this headline because it, it, it sits with me uh, and it, I feel like it's intentional and not uh, not uh, incidental. It's, the headline is, We Are African Americans. We Are Patriots. We Refuse to Sit Idly By. And I... I've talked on the show before about the idea that white is always the default for human. And when we talk about um, how America, the idea of the American dream and the all-American family and all that, that always like has some kind of white undertone to it. So when I see we are patriots in your headline, can you expand on what it means to be a patriot? Because I, I think that's really strong. Yeah, I think that acknowledging all of what you said, it was our way of challenging and channeling the ways that white supremacy and anti-blackness often work together. Um, so black feminists have said a long time ago that there are signs, systems, and symbols that work to make those things omnipresent and invisible at the same time. Uh, and they often work in the ways in which you describe Well, people, when we talk about what it means to be uh, a man, the default is to be strictly heterosexual and white. Right? When we talk about what it means to be a woman, the default is to be uh, is presumably strictly heterosexual uh, and white and female. Uh, and so that was a way for us to trouble that, to acknowledge that um, as long as there have been people fighting for equality uh, and, and the collective rights of others, um, those people were black. Uh, more specific to the work that I do leading the National Black Justice Coalition, which is the nation's only civil rights organization that sits intentionally and unapologetically at the intersections of racial equity and LGBTQIA+, and I use the term same gender loving, in part because gay is a political identifier often for things that are important to gay white men. Um, but, but I do that work because there are black queer women, often black trans women, uh, who are at the forefront of these fights who get erased. Uh, the connection for me is that we have just moved out of June. Uh, June, for most people, is uh, celebrated popularly as Pride Month. Very few people know that there would not be a Pride acknowledgement of anything publicly if it, if it were not for the Stonewall resistance. The media calls it a riot, in part because of the righteous rage of queer people. But there was a black trans woman. At the time, we didn't have the term trans. Um, they called her a cross-dresser. She performed drag. Um, but it was um, Marsha P. Johnson and her Latinx our sister and good Sylvia P. Rivera, um, who stood in the space of saying that we were not going to be uh, continually attacked by police who were doing this simply because we show up in a category that someone deemed marginalized or minority in a particular way. Uh, and so for all of us, again, acknowledging the diversity that exists, uh, me being a black, same gender loving man from Inglewood, California, um, so many of the other people on our list being from uh, different communities across this country, some major metropolitan spaces, some small rural isolated communities, uh, some of us having parents who uh, were forced here as enslaved Africans, uh, some of whom migrated in ways that are akin to the ways that the current occupant of Oval Office and his family and other David, colleagues in their administration have enjoyed. I, All of us are David. part of a shared community that continues to be attacked as a result of the legacy of things that we don't want to talk about. Uh, and so we connected those words as a way for us to highlight the importance of that 
uh, of the need to do that. And then David. again, to connect to the ways that we are individually and collectively engaged in that effort. David Johns, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the executive director of the National Black Justice Coalition. We will happily tweet out this article for anyone to read and support it. And uh, we'd love to have you back. More Drop the Subject is on the way, so never fear. DTS is here. <laughs> <laughs>